This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Bloomberg reports that talks between General Motors and Rivian have collapsed. GM was interested in the electric vehicle startup's battery-powered pickup truck and SUV. But apparently talks broke down because GM wanted exclusive use, while Rivian wants to license its technology to multiple automakers. Despite losing GM as a possible investor, Rivian is sitting on $1.5 billion, largely thanks to a $700 million investment from Amazon. Chinese EV startup SF Motors has changed its name to Ceres, and it's showing off a production version of its SF5 crossover. The shapely CUV features two setups. A 90-kilowatt-hour battery will provide 310 miles of range, but that's according to the European NEDC test cycle, which is an easier test than the EPA's FTP75. Combined horsepower is 684 horses, and it'll move the vehicle from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.5 seconds. There's also a range-extended version that offers the same horsepower, but it has a 33-kilowatt-hour battery pack with 93 miles of range and goes from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 4.8 seconds. The SF5 goes on sale in the third quarter this year in China. And remember, that company also has an assembly plant in Indiana. We had freelance journalist Don Sherman on AutoLine After Hours last month talking about the mid-engine C8 Corvette. He said the car would probably be a 2020 model. It would probably be in production by the end of this year. And he thought it might be shown sometime this summer, maybe at the 25th anniversary at the National Corvette Museum in August. Well, Don did a pretty good job of figuring out what's going to happen, and he was off by only a month. We now know GM will officially reveal the C8 on July 18th because GM CEO Mary Barra showed up at a charity fundraising event in a slightly camouflage C8 with the date 7-18-19 emblazoned on the doors. Automakers are using noise cancellation to make engines sound better and passenger cabins quieter. But they measure that noise inside the cabin. Now Bose is taking noise cancellation to a new level, and they call it Quiet Comfort Road Noise Control. It uses a new type of sensor located at the suspension pickup points to detect tire and road inputs to the body. Within milliseconds, the system creates equal and opposite sound waves to the incoming road noise, effectively canceling it out. Six microphones in the cabin also contribute to canceling incoming noise, including wind noise. The result is a cabin that's made quieter exactly where people are sitting in the car. Bo says that this kind of technology can reduce the need for acoustic mats and glass, which add a lot of mass to a car. In fact, it says one unnamed chief engineer told them he could not meet his weight reduction targets on a new car that his company is developing without using this technology. 
the Trump administration slapped tariffs on imported steel and aluminum, supposedly to save American jobs, but Don Walker, the CEO of the supplier Magna, says it's not working out that way. He's our guest on AutoLine this week, and here's what he had to say about those tariffs. It's a bit of a complicated calculation, so really quickly, uh, steel and aluminum, mainly between Canada and the U.S., let's say, and there's a bit from Europe and also some of the trade from China, but if you look at steel and aluminum particularly, uh, what we're buying in Canada, and we're, we're, we're the biggest supplier in North America by a long shot. We're the third biggest in the world, but we're the biggest in North America. Uh, so we have some offsets and we have some pass through the customer and, we, and we'll have the discussions. What's really hurting us is as we bring steel into the U.S., there's no offset to that. You can apply for a pretty complicated process to try and get relief on that, but it's, very, it's pretty cumbersome and, and it's not that successful, quite frankly. So um, it's actually hurting the profitability of our U.S.-based plants more than anything else. Uh, and I, I think the administration understands that, but I hope they'll do something with it. I think initially it was to support the steel industry. I think this, personal opinion, the steel industry has taken advantage of this, taken advantage of the people that were trying to help them, because as soon as they put the tariffs in, all steel prices went up. And not just Canadian steel, yeah. right. Very magic. Just happened to be, you know, that, 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 it's a bit frustrating. Uh, it's really hurting the, the car companies. They've been public about that. It's hurting the supply base. So I, I think if the intent is to protect an industry, I understand that, but it, they have to be reasonable, and I think they have to roll this back, or you, it'll eventually going to hurt jobs in the U.S. more than anywhere else. And of course, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, and you can find it on our YouTube channel. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Tesla made a big deal about the $35,000 price tag it was going to offer for the base version of the Model 3 when it was first introduced. But it doesn't look like the company has made any of those versions, and now it's even going to phase it out. You can still order one, but you have to call the company or visit one of its stores. You can't do this online. Tesla is also making autopilot standard on all of its models, and it just raised the prices across the board by $2,000. But Tesla is making it easier to get behind the wheel of a Model 3 by offering leases for the vehicle. However, customers won't have the option to buy the car at the end of the lease because those cars are going to be used for an upcoming ride-hailing service. The EPA and NHTSA have proposed to freeze fuel economy regulations at 37 MPGs starting next year. Instead of having them ramp up to 47 MPGs by 2026 under rules imposed during the Obama administration. But yesterday, the EPA announced it's going to revise that proposal. Reuters reports that two officials familiar with the matter said that instead of freezing the standards, they expect the agency to require smaller annual increases in efficiency gains. And if this ends up happening, it's going to be a big win for the automakers who were opposed to the freeze, but would just like to see the standards rolled back a bit. And we should see the final proposal with specific numbers in a couple of months. Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching, and we hope you have a fantastic weekend.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.